My name is Matthew Becker. As the owner of a fitness facility and an attorney, I have a lot of things that I need to get done in a day. I've spent the last few years developing strategies that allow me to constantly move forward while also living the best life that I can live. On this podcast, I share those strategies with you along with other thoughts and ideas that allow you to live your best life through the concept of the aggregation of marginal gains. Chromebooks. That was actually really hard to say. I couldn't think <laughs> about what to say when I was trying to stay in line with you. I've been planning that the whole time. Have you really? Yeah, I didn't want to like that you know. Oh, that, that was completely unplanned. Look at us. Look at us. Improv. Improv. Improvisation. Okay, anyway, welcome back. Um, hey, I have good news. You just saved a bunch of money on your car insurance by switching to Geico, I this episode's did. sponsor. Oh, wouldn't that be sweet? <laughs> just joking. If anybody ever wants to sponsor us, let us know. We probably, since you'd be our first. <laughs> probably <day>. be free. <laughs> We'll Maybe just real cheap. Plugs. We'll just I, don't, plugs. I don't know about free, right. but let's go with real cheap. Like, how's a hundred dollars sound, Adam? <laughs> like, like not, <laughs> nobody would spend it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So other good news, we have more than one listener. What? Yeah. Apparently, our responsibility episode was super popular. And by super popular, I mean, assuming that Rebecca listened to it, we had three listeners acknowledge <laughs> listening to that episode. Are you, able and, to see, are you able to see the metrics? Yeah, or? I can. Oh, okay. I could always look them up if I really wanted to. I just... You, you know of three. Could there be more? Yeah, there could be more. Because one of the people who listened said he sent it to two other people to listen to. Wow. I know. Trickle down effect. Woo! That's how you grow, baby. It's going viral. That's how a, band, that's how a brand grows. <laughs> One person listens and likes it and tells another, hey, wink, wink, nod, nod, listeners. Uh, smack that like button. No, wait, what is it? Subscribe button. Hit subscribe. Smash the like button. <laughs> smash that like button. Make sure notifications are on. This is not a YouTube video. <laughs> Nothing is monetized I'm here. terrible about that because I tell everybody to put their notifications on and I turn all of mine off. <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, what are we doing this episode? Oh! Failure. Failure. Try to say it without emphasizing the F. Failure. Failure. There we go. Why? It seems like we've talked about failure before. Yes. And Thanks, and yeah, and yeah, in many episodes, in little ways. We, uh, have we, little we thought ways. it would be helpful to maybe just do a whole episode on failure. So we've said a lot of times in the podcast, it's never a failure if you learn something. But we've never really like fleshed out what that means. Or kind of where that concept comes from. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're going to do this episode. The reason this episode idea came to me was because of a recent conversation that I had with my business coach. And so we were talking right before we started hitting, before I smacked that record button, Boom. Um, that in motivational interviewing, a book that we talked about in the last episode, yeah, because you made fun of it saying that it had a really long title, mm. yeah, um, that as a motivational interviewer, the provider of services 
you want to shy away as using yourself in any examples, um, primarily examples of like, hey, if you want to know how I eat, this is how I eat, mm -hmm. so you should eat like this too. And the reason for that is it puts you sort of on the pedestal. I don't remember what they called it. It was something like the gold example or the king example or something like that. And, and what it does is it then puts you on the pedestal and, and puts you above the individual that you're trying to interview or motivate. Yeah, so like, look how much better I am than you. Exactly. Um, so it can actually become very demotivating because then that individual feels like they're never going to live up to your expectations. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling like that. that right now. Um, and I think that this podcast, by its very nature, can kind of come off that way. Mm. It can be demotivating. Can be demotivating. If maybe interpreted incorrectly. Yeah, yeah and, I, and sometimes I know that it has been because people have come up to me uh, or talked to me in conversation and said things. I think it was another listener, actually. I think he said that he had listened to an episode. Anyway, mm. um, has said, you always seem like you've got everything right and perfect, and then I'm always over here like struggling trying to do what you suggest you do that we do on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And so that's exactly what we're trying to avoid like that right, right. That's, that's the kind of that's the whole idea of a marginal gain is, is that it's not it's not about trying to make this huge life change to be like somebody else it's about one percent you improving yourself in a small way each day so one of the reasons that i wanted to do this episode was because i want to exhibit the fact that i was doing this incorrectly and mm -hmm. if it wasn't for my business coach to have pointed it out i probably would still be on a pass fail track so you're saying you have failed in the way that you wanted to present this podcast. That's an example of failure. No. Okay. Wait. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have failed in the way that I have looked at failure. Oh. There. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I was talking to my business coach on our last monthly phone call. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about a situation that was going on at the gym. And he said, why don't you just do it and use it as a learning experience? And I kept coming up with like random excuses or explanations or whatever you want to talk about mm -hmm. it as to why I didn't even want to go down that route. Because basically, if I had gone down that route, my thought was if I start down this route and it doesn't end up the exact way that I want it to then the ramifications of that are going to be potentially devastating. So I don't even want to start down the route. Mm -hmm. And his position was, you can't look at it that way. You have to look at it as going down the route. Most likely, as you and I have said before, we're terrible predictors of the future. It's probably never going to be as devastating as I make it out to be in my brain. Right. So start down that route and use it as a learning mm -hmm. experience instead of a pass-fail. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I get your point. Maybe I'll do that. Or I should probably do that. Yada, yada, yada. And then he was like, did you ever read the book Mindset by Carol Dweck? <laughs> and I said, actually, I read it once and I've listened to it twice. He was like, great. Go back and listen to it again. And have an entire podcast based on many of the things I've learned. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, good. Go back and listen to it again. So I did. And I got one chapter in. And I was like, oh, God. I've completely reverted back to... The fixed mindset mm -hmm. prior to... Which we've talked about many times in the past. Give a quick definition. Okay. Actually, I have a quote from the book. Oh, my gosh. That, that's a very easy way of explaining this. Even better. Because sometimes I do feel like it's, it's hard to ex explain. Do you ever read a book 
and it like makes so much sense in your brain as yeah. to like what the book is about and then you go to try to put it you're like hard to synthesize it yeah this is easy i could give it like two sentences and you actually try to do it and you yeah, can't yeah. do it i think that's what teaching is all about is being able to take information and uh, disseminate it in a way that makes sense to somebody else hmm. because you can understand something but can you Explain it in a way that somebody else will. I always found that very difficult in law school. And still, as a practicing attorney, mm. when you read a court opinion, and then you have to replicate that back to the judge, yeah. like, I can't do it. I just pull out the court opinion and start <laughs> quoting it, because I have such a hard time synthesizing something that I've read into my own words to just reciprocate it back out. So... Mm. I'm not even going to bother. Let's Look, not just do hate. That's okay. I brought the book. There it is. I see it. Yep. I brought Carol it. Carol Dweck. Carol S. Dweck. Okay. There's just one Carol. Yeah. yeah not, it's not Carol's Dweck. <laughs> okay. I'll go ahead and read it. <laughs> Carol S. Dweck. Anyway, the book is Mindset. Uh, okay. So here's a couple paragraphs that will explain the basic concept of fixed versus growth mindset. Uh, okay. I, being the author, okay, we're reading this in third person, or first person. I changed it because of my work. One day, my doctoral student, Mary Bandura, Bandura, and I were trying to understand why some students were so caught up in proving their ability while others could just let go and learn. Suddenly, we realized that there were two meanings to ability, not one. A fixed ability that needs to be proven and a changeable ability that can be developed through learning. That's how the mindsets were born. I knew instantly which one I had. I realized why I'd always been so concerned about mistakes and failures. I recognized for the first time that I had a choice. When you enter a mindset, you enter a new world. In one world, the fixed world, success is about proving you're smart and talented, validating yourself. In the other world, the world with changing qualities or the growth mindset, it's about stretching yourself to learn something new, developing yourself. In the fixed world, failure is about having a setback, getting a bad grade, losing a tournament, getting fired, getting rejected. It means you're not smart or talented. In the other world, failure is about not growing. The fixed world is not reaching for the things you value. It means you're not fulfilling your potential. So you're looking at failure as not fulfilling yourself or, or um, not reaching your potential versus this is who I am, mm -hmm. right? Um, and the fixed world effort is a bad thing. It, like failure, means you're not smart or talented. Mm -hmm. If you were, you wouldn't need effort. In the growth world, effort is what makes you smart and talented. Mm -hmm. You have a choice. Mindset is just beliefs. They're powerful beliefs, but they're just something in your mind. You can change your mind, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so I thought that that was a, when I started re listening to the book again, I started going through all these various areas of my life and realizing I had reverted back to before I read the book for the very first time into this pass-fail mm -hmm. mentality. Being afraid of failure. Yes. Not wanting to take risks. Wanting to constantly be proving myself to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And I understand that in different areas of your life, you could have the growth versus the fixed mindset. It's not, yeah, yeah. it's not as though you always have one. Right. And I felt like the, the way that I stepped up and handled the COVID situation 
at my house and at the gym and in the podcast and things like that were, again, my opinion, I'm not trying to, to brag, um, good examples of acting in growth mindset. I'm taking on a challenge. I'm not going to look at it as a pass fail. I'm just going to keep pledging forward, mm -hmm. learning from what I can learn from and just keep making changes as I go. Somewhere along the line, I think other areas of my life really quickly started creeping in with the fixed mindset. Hmm. Which I'm sure during COVID was probably easy for a lot of people. Like your, your habits change, your schedule change, and all of a sudden you're sitting at home. Yeah. You know? So I wanted to bring up failure specifically because I think I have been trying to avoid failure as opposed to learning from failure mm -hmm. so that it's not a failure and moving forward. So I said earlier in the episode, we were going to explain sort of where this, it's not a failure if you learn something concept comes from, it's mindset. Yep. If you have a growth mindset, you don't look at things as pass fail. You look at things as challenges. Mm -hmm. you, you embrace the difficult things. You don't look for the easy path. And so if you don't look at things as pass-fail but merely challenges, then it's not a failure if you've learned something because you're right. always trying to learn. And I, th I, I think this relates well to the growth mindset idea to the episode we did a couple ago, or maybe it was the last one on responsibility. It was the last one. The last episode on responsibility. Um, if, if you're taking responsibility for your actions, um, then, then failure is not such a big deal. It's, it's, if you're able to learn something from it, then I don't think you have as much trouble taking responsibility for it, if that makes sense. Um, if you see life as past failed, you're going to have a much harder time taking responsibility for that failure. Oh, 100%. If, um, if you see it as an opportunity to grow, then I think taking responsibility for it won't, won't seem as devastating. So the author does go into a situation in the book. She starts to talk about um, couples, marriages. And how the fixed and growth mindset can influence marriages. And she brings up a very um, applicable mm -hmm. example of the blame game. Yeah. The blame game is a very prime example of a fixed mindset. Mm -hmm. um, in the sense that nothing is ever your fault. You're never responsible for anything. Right. Everything you, always happens to you. You always have the perfect excuse. Yep. You always have a perfect excuse. And... If something isn't easy for you, then you don't have the ability, so you just shouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Instead, we just need to try to approach things as, if I don't have the ability to do it, it doesn't mean I shouldn't do it. It means I now have an opportunity to learn and grow. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and that reminds me of what I was reading in The Coddling of the American Mind. One of the great untruths they put forth there is, what doesn't kill you makes you weaker. Um, and they use the example of the human body's immune system. I may have mentioned this before in the podcast. Apologies if I did. Um, hey, wait. Oh, before you go on, just think. If we have a brand new listener to this episode, yeah. they've never heard it before. Uh, it's new to them. It's new to them. Here we go. Uh, so the immune... Well, they probably have heard about immune systems, but immune systems. Um, not, not just our physical body, but our emotional uh, selves kind of thrive like an immune system in that... Uh, we need challenges, we need difficulties in order to make us stronger. If you lived in a bubble your whole life and then we were exposed to one germ at age 30, that germ would probably wreck you. 
Um, whereas, you know, if you're playing in dirt growing up, hanging out with other kids, picking their noses and whatnot, you're going to have a pretty strong immune system um, and be, be able to withstand greater challenges in that growth, right? And, it, and it's the same thing for us uh, later in life is that if we continuously avoid challenges, you just become a weaker person over time. Yes. Um, and, and so that the smallest thing will just upset everything. Um, you won't be able to withstand any level of challenge or effort put forth um, because you're so afraid of failure. And I will attest that that is exactly what happens. Mm-hmm. You become so focused on pass, pass, pass. Yeah. I'm great. I'm wonderful. I need to make this sale. I need to convince this person to join the gym. I need to make sure that this person PRs that if that doesn't happen, then it just like, it, it becomes this, um, sky is falling mm-hmm. kind of mentality of, Oh my God, everything's going, everything's going south. Mm-hmm. Uh, one member left, one member has quit the gym. The gym's failing. Mm-hmm. We're done. <laughs> right. And yeah. that's exactly how I've had like this mindset of we have, over 120, close to 130 members at the gym. If I lose one member, the gym is not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. But but we care about all of our members. Of course we do. Of course. We, what do you mean our members? Like, like I'm part of this podcast. I'm an L0 <laughs> coach here at the gym. <laughs> L0. Zero responsibility. That's true. Oh, wait. No, because you take responsibility for everything. You just said it was your gym. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um... Two other thoughts on the on your your definition there of of um, germs and bubbles. Mm-hmm. When you were a child, did you hear about Bubble Boy? Yeah. Did you know about Bubble Boy? Oh, was that a real thing? I thought it was just a movie. I thought it was a real thing. I thought it was a movie based on a real thing. Oh, I don't know. We should Google. Yeah. But if I start typing on the keyboard, it picks it up. Tick tack 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 tack. Yeah, it's annoying. You guys Google. Secondly, yeah, go Google Bubble Boy. Leave it in the comment section. Secondly. Uh, did you ever watch Parks and Recreation? Oh, of course. Who was the um, one guy who was super fit? That uh, was, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, he got the he got a cold once and it like wiped yeah. him out. As, as yes. like, he's like, this is a finely tuned microchip. <laughs> one right. piece of sand completely. <laughs> that's right. It that's off. right. That's right. I forget his name in the show. I don't even remember what the actor's name is. Yeah, me neither right now. Oh, so bad at that. Um, but I was thinking there, there's kind of two practical aspects to this. Uh, growth mindset in terms of failure. There's the front end and the back end. And I think on the front end, it's about making the tough decisions that you don't want to make or at least questioning them. Um, Why don't I want to do this? Is it because I'm afraid of failing? And then on the back end, it's regret. And so I was, you know, thinking of myself of, you know, the past failures I have are easy for me to recall because I kind of am always playing them back in my head as Mm -hmm. in terms of regret. Um, And then I kind of thought about regret is kind of like it's failure in the past that can't be changed. And so when you hold on to regret, what you're doing is you're basically letting that failure be a failure as opposed to it being something that fuels your growth. Um, and so I thought about like, well, if I had a time machine, it could go back and change everything I regret. If I could take back every embarrassing moment, every failure, um, then I would be that weak person I just described um, or weaker than I am now. I'm, I don't know, I'm not saying I'm not a weak person. I'm just saying. You, we just went through a whole series on mental toughness. I'm not saying I'm the example of that. But Fine. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm not on that golden pedestal. Um, <laughs> but regret you know, is basically admitting that I'm going to keep this as a failure instead of learning to grow from it. I think you know, if we 
were able to take away every failure in our life, we would be a completely different person, not able to withstand many of the things that we can, and probably making those mistakes again. Time machines are dangerous. So don't hold on to regret. See, you know, learn from it. Learn from it. Let it be the fuel for your growth. Grow from it with a growth mindset. Growth mindset. It reminds me of, remember the old shows on MTV? I don't know. Maybe they still exist. I don't know. Mm. I'm going to go on my pedestal and be like, I don't have cable. What the kids watch. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but they used to have like road rules and real world and things like that. And they would take all of these people and they would like throw them into one household. Or I think like road rules, they all had to live in like one bus or something like that. Did okay. you ever watch this? Were I did not. Okay, Sounds like anyway. survivor in urban environments. With a bunch of teenagers. <laughs> yeah. yeah who, oh, never anyway. mind. Sounds like high school. Yeah, if you were all living together. <laughs> so, in real world, they would take all these people and they'd throw them all in one house and they'd have to live. And of course, drama ensued at some point, mm-hmm. whether it was Past fabricated to. or right. not. Like, otherwise, we wouldn't watch it. But when we would watch these things, and it, it, I also remember this from watching America's Next Top Model, something I've never admitted before. Uh, wow, here we go. <laughs> I've watched Stop recording. a lot of America's Next Top Model. Thanks, my wife. Anyway. And there's the blame game. Oh, blame game. <laughs> now, responsibility, I do enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> I know how to smile. What can I say? Anyway, on those episodes in those series, you would inevitably find that one person who would always bring up something that happened to them in the past. Mm-hmm. And it was so clear that this one event in their past defined their entire life up to the point in which they were in this episode. Oh, sure, yeah. And that used to drive me nuts (laughs) of like, why do you use this one thing that happened in your past Hmm. to completely define you through the rest of your life? And that is the the fixed mindset by definition. Hmm. That sounds like a lot of movie plots. I'll have to think about that. But a lot of times also it was like a failure that ended up defining this person. Yeah. And so they end up getting in this mindset of this failure defines me. I'm no better than this failure. This proves that I'm, I'm no good at doing whatever it is that I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. And what we're trying to do, I think, in this episode is get people to realize that, that you can let that failure define you. Or, to your point, if it's a failure, if it's something that happened in your past, especially if it's something that potentially you may regret. Mm-hmm. It's better in the long term to look at that as that is now who you are today. You are who you are today because that happened to you in the past. Right. It doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. Yeah, but you still have a choice now even though you have viewed it as a failure. You still have the choice to view it otherwise and to learn from it. And just, to you see have that it. choice. Yeah. You take responsibility for it. Yeah, so you can take responsibility for it, you know, the decisions you're making. And then on the back end, the results of the decisions. Are you going to regret it? Or are you going to use it as fuel for growth? If you look in the past and you take responsibility for your decisions and you see that you regretted something, you've, re- you've regretted. You had a little bit of a, a speech impediment there. You regretted it in the past. That's a great way to then direct your decisions in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to make another point on that. Oh, practicality. We need to leave the listeners with something practical that they can do in their life. Sure. To help them turn these failures into learning experiences and not just define them as failures. One of the things that I've now recently again started doing because of this is a new journaling exercise every night trying to take the hard things that happened to me in my day and writing down what I can learn from them to positively turn them around 
hmm. into a learning experience or something that allows me to grow in the future. So again, let's just use it because I've used it now as an example, somebody leaving the gym. I could look at that as I failed this individual. That's not always the case. The person who left the gym may have been a, a POA. No, wait, a P, 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 No, I don't want to call them that. Oh, that's me. okay. I'm in a pain in the ass. Oh. But I guess that doesn't, that's I've not never POA. heard that abbreviated. I've never heard it either. I just completely <laughs> made it up. And that's why. Oh, that worked out well. It didn't work in my brain. Uh, you know, they could have complained all the time. They could mm-hmm. have made demands all the time. They could be constantly asking for discounts or exceptions or whatever it is. I look at it, or I could look at it as, this is, an, this is a failure. I failed this person. This person's leaving. I failed in some way, and, that's, and now I'm losing that revenue. Or I could look at it as something so simple of, we're a small gym. We have limited space. We have a limited growth. We can't grow exponentially. Mm-hmm. right? We have a limited growth opportunity. So by losing that member, that is simply an available spot now at the gym for somebody who actually wants to be here. Hmm. So why am I, why am I getting so upset about this person leaving when really it's just creating an opportunity for me to move somebody else into the gym in that spot that actually wants to be here is actually going to grow is actually going to get out of it. Everything that we put into it. Yes. Very good. This has also opened up and remind me that, um, business world wise that, we did an entire episode on criticism, or at least I did. I don't think you were part of that one. On oh. criticism and accepting criticism and using it as an opportunity to growth. I was not. Uh, up until recently, I was, I was really getting down on myself through any kind of negativity that came my way. Mm-hmm. Um, and thankfully, again, listening back through mindset, it has flipped that mindset again in my brain to remind me that the growth mindset takes criticism, uses it, analyzes it as an opportunity to grow. Exactly everything, again, that I talked about in that episode of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. This is not me being perfect. This is me now reminding myself right. of those principles we talked about. Yeah, which about goes along, I think, you know, big picture, marginal gains, this whole podcast, every episode we talk about is are things that you're going to you know, struggle with and succeed with at different levels, uh, different seasons in your life. And the goal is to always just be headed in the upward direction. But write it down. Write down what you would what you would identify as a failure, and then write down how you can learn from it and turn it around into a positive. That's mm-hmm. our practical takeaway for this episode. Great. Write it down. It doesn't work just to think about it. Put it in the comment section. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, let us see it. Uh, you had a quote. Adam, I have a quote. Yeah, it's a, quote. a great quote that um, that I'm going to read once and then adjust for our purposes. But it's by G.K. Chesterton, um, and the quote is: "An inconvenience." is only an adventure wrongly considered. An adventure is an inconvenience rightly considered. And I would encourage you to read that essay. It's on uh, after chase, chasing after one's hat. That's blowing in the wind. And he talks about how like it's a great adventure, even though like you're super embarrassed about it and it's uh, degrading. It wasn't the culture, I guess, at the time. And, yeah. But he's like, you know, you're like a knight chasing after a dragon. And Anyway. It, Your hat's it, a dragon. It's a, it's a really funny essay. Um, but if we were to rephrase that, um, a failure... Is only growth wrongly considered? Growth is failure rightly considered. There you go. I'll end with a quote from the author of Mindset. Quote, Even in the growth mindset, failure can be a painful experience, but it doesn't define you. It's a problem to be faced, dealt with, and learned from. 
end yeah. quote. Yeah, that's something I kind of wanted to say, and I'll say it right now, is I think no matter what, no matter what mindset you have, failure's going to suck. And, yes. and you're going to feel the pain of it, and it'll probably feel like failure no matter what in the moment. But when we go back and reflect on it, I think is where you know those choices can be made to, to really have that growth. Does it define you as a failure, or did you grow from it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. We will talk with you soon. Not sure what's coming up next episode, but I have an idea that I'm going to talk with Adam about off camera. And if I mean, you have requests, Mike. send them in. Yeah, send us a request to chat about. Okay, we will talk with you soon. As always, thanks for listening. Bye.